If you like this podcast, please support it. Go to patreon.com slash witchpolice and help us improve the show. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host Sam, and I'm here uh, with all four members of Tusk. Hello. So uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for having me, guys. Um, uh, as usual on this show, the best way to start is just for everyone to kind of uh, name an instrument, and people can put a name to the voice when they're listening. So we'll start, start over here. Yeah, I'm um, Colton. I play guitar and I sing. I'm Eric. I do all the drums and percussion. I'm Tyler, and I play four string bass. I'm Brett, and I play guitar and sing. Cool. For that's a very specific. Uh... Yeah, I said the first radio interview we did, and I think oh, yeah. we're just gonna roll with it. Well, what happened? Is there any chance you're ever gonna like, increase the strings, or are you gonna play like a five string? Oh, it's too low for Man. me. Man, I don't know. What if, okay, but I'm like, what if we get you an eight string bass? No, because no, no, it's doubles. Double up. 12-string guitar. These are the questions he wants people asking. Oh, yeah, these are the important, important questions. <laughs> these are the important ones. Yeah, for yeah. sure, yeah. Absolutely. So, okay, well, yeah, again, thanks for having me. And uh, I think maybe the best way to start this is uh, you just put it on EP, EP fairly recently, like the past few weeks. So maybe we'll start with that. Um, sure. You're a fairly new band, as mm-hmm. I understand. Like, what, it's been, what, like less than a year? or yeah, junior. Junior's our first gig. Just over, yeah. Yeah, the EP release was actually sort of a, like a year to the day of our of a year for us. Okay, so it's you're just barely over a year at this point then yeah, yeah. and you have the EP out so what can you tell me about the EP just to, just to kind of get things kicked off here five songs uh, 28 uh, or so minutes 27 minutes 27 minutes 24 seconds yeah. Yeah. nice and long nice and diverse all the songs take you through the valleys and the valleys of the songs they dip and dive you know what I mean yeah. Valleys and valleys. No, you should go buy it. Journey. You should go buy it and listen to it. Right, of, of course, yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of journey. Kind of the point of doing interviews is to get encourage people to check out local bands, right? Sure. But uh, I was listening to DP and uh, I really like it. I was, uh, I didn't know what to expect because I'd heard, I think I'd heard one song before, and uh, I, I liked that, but I wasn't sure. But the EP sounds great. Um, and kind of the thing that uh, I hope you're not offended by this, but that I get from hearing it and then meeting you guys is you all seem pretty young. Uh, I don't know how old you are. Maybe I'm totally wrong by that. And I like the fact that you appear to be young and the sound you're playing reminds me of what I listened to when I was like 15, or, you know? <laughs> so, uh, like, how old are you guys generally? Like, what's the, uh, what, what kind of age range are we talking here? Uh, 20s, mid-20s. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah, so I'm probably 10 years older than you. So yeah, the stuff I was listening to in junior high and shit is probably the stuff that, I'm guessing based on your sound, that, that you guys are listening to now, which is really cool because, well, I'll get into that maybe later, but... <laughs> so, what, I mean, where, where are you coming from musically? I mean, what kind of, what kind of background... Uh, do you guys have as far as uh, what influences you and what, what you're listening to? Probably then? a lot of stuff you listen to in high school. Right. I, 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 just, saw, I just saw, yeah, yeah. Nirvana and Alice in Chains uh, are probably Queens. Marcy Playgrounds before right, right. me. Uh, the Police. Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. Queens of the Stone Age. Nine Inch Nails. Failure. Right, right. Hum. So heavy on the 90s stuff though, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. For For this particular, yeah. Like, I try... I think we all pull... Individual a lot of 90s stuff. We all, well, we all pull individually too. Like yeah. it's not. I don't think there's one band that we could say as a band was genuinely like, oh my god, that's the band's favorite band. I think. Yeah, every, everyone, everyone kind of grabs their own slice of the 90s pie. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. so how, how does that come together though? Because I mean, like, obviously it's not weird for anyone. Some people listen to music that's older than them because it happens all the time. Everyone mm-hmm. listens to something, whether it's from the 70s or 50s or whatever. You know, it, it happens. But I mean, how do you? Uh, all of these '90s influence. How did you all come together and recognize that this was a sound that you wanted to make as a as a unit? Like it was never really a conscious decision as to how that would go or what the sound it was. Would just be. Sort of just coincidence. Okay. Because uh, okay. I mean, these two are brothers, so they're sort of stuck with each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I work with him, yeah. so so you know. And uh, sort of know. And uh, Eric Eric got mixed into the fold, and we all kind of from day one. Yeah. You know, we we recognized that that uh, it was really easy to to play and to jam with, with everyone. And that was just it. We didn't have to think too consciously about what we were doing. It seemed like we just sort of fell into it. Yeah. Right. Kind of we did realize later on, it's like, oh, we share a lot of similar influences. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I don't mean to imply that you guys are a throwback thing because there's a no, difference no. between being like, you know, trying to emulate a sound versus 
it being an obvious influence on, on the new thing you're doing, right? I, I don't think you guys are like, oh, trying to be a tribute to the 90s or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, it definitely shines through in, in what you're yeah. playing. I, a, a lot of different, a lot of the bands you mentioned and other stuff too. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, had any of you, like, is this a, a first project for most of you or had you all been in bands prior to this? No, uh, this is a, my first project. Yeah. That's uh, the rest yeah. of us, I think, have all been in bands. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've been in a couple. I know everyone else has been in a couple, but this is for sure the most, like, serious project I've ever been mixed up in. I'm definitely happy for that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So what what, what kind of took took off with this band? Was it the... I mean, because I know you were in the running for United Fiverr. Yeah. yeah uh, is that kind of the thing that, that sort of got things moving, rolling? Or were you already on the way to... Didn't hurt. Didn't, yeah, didn't yeah. hurt. That was a great uh, great experience. Yeah. Through. Ended, ended up in the Fiverr, too. Yeah. Like, and, uh, well, the reason I ask is a lot of bands that I've kind of seen over the years in that... that Competition, I guess they they often use that as kind of a, a like a you know jumping uh, diving board, kick kickstart yeah. going. But I mean, you guys were already sort of on that road already. Yeah, we, 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 yeah. We, the day after we got that gig, we or the day after we played the gig, rather, we we got the the Billy Talent after party show. Oh, right on. Which was a yeah. cool cool one to play, and, uh, and but we, I mean, but I mean, yeah, we've. We've been trying to build momentum, like consciously, the whole keep time. <laughs> we've been fortunate too. We've been able to like play with a lot of really, really good bands. And yeah, there's a lot of good bands to play with right now. So, just being able to put so many shows together with with those guys. That's yeah. That's just it. You know, if our first few shows hadn't been with you know our friends and the bands that were just so good at that early stage, we may, yeah. maybe wouldn't have had such a wide exposure right off the bat. And I think we also were pretty conscious that we didn't play a show until we were. Pretty confident, and yeah, it took a few months, I think. We just we, to get tight enough, and yeah, yeah we just, didn't just to get a set together. And we didn't want to put out any. We didn't want to do anything half baked about it, I guess. And that's sort of been an ethos, I think, since the start. Is everything we do is pretty thought out beforehand. That's cool. That's good. Mm -hmm. Do you uh, do you feel like there's a? I mean, I know it's just a fairly new band, but at this point uh, already, do you feel there's kind of a scene you belong to within the Winnipeg music scene? Are there other bands you sort of fit in? I mean, whether they play the style of style of music as you or not, that you kind of fit with, that you know you can see yourself playing a lot of shows with in future because maybe you share the same audience or the same something about the sound kind of you know connects. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, definitely bands like Silence Kid or mm -hmm. Silence Kid. Silence the song. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, we're on right now. Yeah, we're playing with both them. Even Slow Spirit. Yeah, we just put a show of Slow Spirit. Okay. That's great. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of good bands in this city. There is you could like, list off like a thousand. Yeah. FM. Yeah. FM was Mars. All the Secrets. Oh, yeah, Mars The Secrets. Secrets are great. Northern Elms. Tillin. Yeah. Yeah. Moontown. Moontown. Moontown's fantastic. I've played with every band you've listed. I know, I know. They're all the same. They're all good. They're all good. Exactly, yeah. They're all great. I think we really... yeah, I guess there's sort of a scene, I guess. Oh yeah. yeah, we. I think I think we're on the non, not so pop. No, I don't. Yeah. Get, I don't get that from you guys. I don't, I don't get the not so pop scene. Yeah. 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 I, I don't see us playing with like you know. It's not going to be one dude and acoustic guitar you know, on one tusk. I've been telling people when, when anyone asks, I was. I have been just saying alternative, and then this happened at work the other day. This guy, we're we're doing a rental, and uh, he asked what kind of music our band played, and I'm like alternative, and he's like, oh. So like Creed and Nickelback, <laughs> and I was like, <sighs> but that's a that's a hard. I mean, it's a hard question anyway. Yeah. Even if you were just like a strictly one particular sound, it's still hard to answer because yeah. there's so many subgenres and all this. You're but not wrong. Yeah. Alternative though is even even more vague than so most. Vague. Like it's yeah, yeah, but I think it's good that it's vague. Yeah. Right. Then you yeah. can fit into a lot. Yeah. Of yeah. yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. It's like like we don't, funny that you mentioned Creed though. You know that Bachman Turner uh, poser drive page there. <laughs> That's another thing about the Winnipeg scene. There's like a lot of good uh, media surrounding it, not even like just from within it. For sure. But, yeah, like, yeah it's a very talented photographer. Like, yeah, yeah, we're not we're not in competition with all, one another. We kind of we do everything we can yeah. to sort of put everybody on each other's shoulders. I think. Mm -hmm. We have this really good thing for sure, and that's all. We think it's always been like that. But I I don't know if this is a question. I often ask this because I, I used to go to shows all the time. I used to play in bands. I have kids now. I haven't gone to go to shows as much as yeah. I'd like to. And I remember for a while when I was playing in bands in like the late '90s, early 2000s, there were a lot of shows where the bill was would be like incredibly diverse. There'd be like you know a metal band with a ska band with a rapper with like a folk singer and. I don't know if that's, is that still a thing? I mean, are shows still happening like that? Or yeah. is it still, or is everything where we're kind of segregated in? Uh, our, sort of, our EP release, for instance, we... I don't think it was that segregated. Not that segregated. Not segregated, but the bands segregated. are very different. We went from having like a lounge band oh, cool. to having like a kind of funky... Avant-garde. Yeah, like this like crazy art like rock a jazz thing. rock band. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
Then I was pretty much yeah, jazz rock. Yeah, not even. <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been stuck on met on uh, shows with metal bands. We've done shows with prog bands. We've yeah. done shows cool. with shock rock bands. I guess is whatever you call Moon Ten. We did do a show with Electric John. Yes, that was which, is the, which is probably the fringiest thing we've done. I don't even know who, yeah. who's who's Electric John. He's like a like a one man electronic artist. Okay. Yeah, so, really, really psychedelic. Really, does, really does, like, slam poetry and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's really it's cool. Cool. Yeah. Slam poetry, loop stuff. Visual stuff. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Slash stuff. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess yeah, I guess bands do still play with. Oh them. yeah, certain certain bills can be very very broad. And you, even like shows like United Fiber, I mean. Right. That's fairly diverse. Just that based was, on the exactly concept completely. of it, right? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. exactly it. Well, yeah, because there was a metal band. There was a folk band. There was a folk band. There was uh, Jim Killing Stones, who were. I I hesitate to say a little more straight rock and roll than we are. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's accurate. I don't think that's. Uh, they're not. They're not so far off from us. So jammy though, too. Oh, that's true. It. It's another mm-hmm. good local band. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Great. Yeah. Playing with them on the fifteenth. Cool. Stones, yeah. yeah. Cool. So yeah, it's, I mean, it sounds like there's a fairly tight knit scene. I mean, mm-hmm. I, everyone I talk to, whether they play country music or they do with alternative <laughs> or, or hip hop, yeah. or whatever. I mean, yeah. there's, there's definitely scenes. It seems like every day there's new bands coming up and new venues opening. And everything. So it's great to see that, like you know, even though I'm not playing anymore, I. I hear so much about it and I always mean to get those shows it never happens but uh, I, I listen to as much local music as I can and uh, it's very exciting to see people not, not just doing music the style of music that I used to listen to and still do I guess to, to a certain extent but mm-hmm. just like yeah I mean there's, there's a very active scene for anything like it's, it's just oh, cool yeah. I think we got a really great scene going on right now like, yeah. we've got something special going on in Winnipeg it's for good. sure Thank you. 
did that Uniter thing, did that give you like a pretty significant boost or was it just kind of oh, yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. I'd say so, yeah. I think... Just I talking think about, good. you know, local media and stuff that's yeah, around the scene, right? Like, it got us a couple oh, yeah. radio interviews, we got a spot in the magazine, we got, you know, asked, you know, we, we just played a few more shows after that. We've been sort of trying to ride the high that that little boost that gave us. So yeah, I'd say it was definitely... Didn't hurt. Yeah. yeah, didn't hurt. It gave us exposure to an audience that wouldn't normally see us. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Know, that's for sure. Right. Well, what is your audience? Do you think? Uh, I mean, obviously that changes over time, right? The more people hear about you. Uh, but Catherine it, kids. Catherine kids. Osbornians. Osbornians. We're uh, dipping into uh, Wolseley coming up we, this month. We, we play there. the we play the cavern a lot, so <laughs> yeah. anyone, anyone in that neighborhood, I guess. Right, right, yeah. right. People with blue hair. <laughs> there you go. That's a good. That's a good identifier. Is, is there a lot of that? A lot of, a lot of blue hair you show? Yeah, them? definitely. Is it really? hmm? I, have no idea. I mean, <laughs> I think I think I think it's thing? safe to say that most people who would dye their hair blue probably would at least listen to us. I can think two really? of two people. Don't be Harris, man. I can, I can, I can, think, I can he can think of two people, I can that's think of two people. That's pretty good, though. Two people yeah. with blue hair is very, you know. That's a message. Yeah. In, in terms of, like, think of the general population, not think of everyone with blue hair. We probably have, like, yeah, most of them. You cornered the market. People with cool. blue hair per capita, I'd say most of them are there. There are people. Yeah, yeah. Facebook demographics do amazing things these days. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're targeting your ads to blue hair only. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. listen to April 65. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 March yeah. Simpsons, Simpsons likes our yeah. stuff. Mark Simpson, yeah. <laughs> so I, well, one thing I noticed, uh, I mean, you mentioned before, like some of the, the bands like Nirvana, for example, mm -hmm. um, and you can definitely hear that with the, uh, you know, you mentioned Peaks and Valleys earlier, I think, oh, yeah. like, you know, they, they kind of aggressive and then and then calm and aggressive, yeah. you know, which is kind of a hallmark of that whole genre. But you guys also seem to have a lot of kind of, uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's the right word, but atmospheric sort of stuff happening. I mean, there's a lot of mm -hmm. uh, just interesting, I mean, look at the amount of pedals you have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Right. It's not just distortion on and off, right? I mean, you have a lot more going on. So where does that come from? I mean, it's sort of, uh, yeah, I mean, atmospheric, it's I guess, like, probably yeah, the best I mean, way to put it, right? Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess a lot of my, like, Nine Inch Nails or Smashing Pumpkins okay. yeah, influence. Yeah. Um, and just a lot of the guitar players that I listen to, um, you know, like, bands like The Birthday Party and... I don't know, just the more, just the more shoegazy stuff. Right. You know, that came yeah. out of the 90s, I've, you know, My Bloody Valentine and okay. Okay. Ride and what have you. So, you know, like gave a lot of reverb and delay on and all these three delays on that. But boy, yeah, it's a big port, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's just, it sort of, it's like we use them as tools just to pull people in further, you know. it's It becomes about more than just notes and drum beats it, it, there's extra stuff happening within the tones it's, yeah it's really that, that word right there yeah. that tone yeah, yeah. Tone it's yeah. a constant yeah. it's a constant quest for tone really really that's, that's you know like we could just play distortion and clean if we wanted I to mean, right we I mean, a lot of bands cool. doing similar style of music would just do that right they just leave it as the uh here's the quiet part here's the loud heavy part but uh, obviously you got more going on well even listening to the ep like it uh, it wants it makes you want to listen to it over and over right. again it's just to find those different intricacies that uh, you can hear if you listen to it the third time that you didn't notice the first two sure yeah years. and i guess if you're listening on headphones versus listening on a stereo or something yeah, yeah. yeah. and then there's yeah. things that i can't hear in my car that when i'm like sitting at colton's place listening through his like studio speakers there cool that i notice that i can never usually hear is that a challenge for live shows i mean try, trying to get that those tones i mean obviously in the, in the studio, doing that is one thing, but I mean, I try to replicate all that stuff with I mean the millions of pedals you guys have yeah, there. So. I think I think we've always looked at like the live experience as being just that the live experience, and then the studio experience being an opportunity to do all the stuff that we can't do live. You know, okay. there's lots of stuff that we ended up doing, you know, lots of dubs and um, you know harmonies and stuff that we played with uh, on the album to kind of give it give it you know its own sound. But there's also a lot of stuff that you can't do. Uh, yeah. you know, you can't get the same tones or the same uh, the same sort of energies that you sometimes get in a live show. So I think we just try to treat it like a different animal. And that yeah. sort of frees us up to, to you know, not feel constrained to, to sure. do it that, just so. That being said, though, like, thinking of what Tim, our, uh, the guy who, uh, our producer, did, like, we didn't add a lot of effects after the fact. Like, no. the record's very dry on the fact, that, like, if you hear a reverb or a delay on the guitar, that's not the Pro Tools reverb delay. That's... Actually that's coming through the guy. Yeah, even the drums, for, for fact. There. Yeah, yeah, no, the drums, that's all natural. To just, just the decay. Room, yeah, yeah really I, nice. I mean, that 
was yeah. a consequence of using like 17 7 mics or whatever but at the same time <laughs> you know like I guess that's, you know, that speaks to to how much of our uh, studio experience was like a live experience right yeah so yeah. we I mean we didn't we didn't use a click or anything like that so it, it kind of has a little bit of a live feel to it sure and it looks like, so the songs i mean when you're writing the song are you writing it? Are you, I'm assuming you're writing it in a live kind of setting, right? Are you guys just jamming or something, and the song coming to that, or is it kind of individual people writing individual parts? Every song's a little different, I think. Uh, yeah, there's been a few where you know, there's quite a few from that Colton has brought that he's had. You know, most of a structure and lyrics kind of already in place, and okay. we all add our parts. And there's other ones uh, where we really it's been born more out of you know we jam for 15 minutes and we record it and. Yeah, that part near the end was pretty cool. Let's go upstairs, listen to that, and figure okay, out, and figure out how to turn it into something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a mix of both, you know. Like we end up with a lot of little bits. Like we we record almost everything, and cool. So we end up with this kind of cool little library of snippets and, and jams and just yeah. just stuff that we can come back to. And we've written a bunch of stuff that way, or just stuff that you know, well, like you said, get born out of a jam. Yeah. It's easy to flesh something out when you can listen back. For sure, yeah. yeah. I've heard, actually heard a lot of people saying that recently, that they, they do that record, literally everything they do in every practice and stuff. And I guess the convenience of being able to do that now, like, yeah. you know, 20 years ago, it would be a pain in the ass oh, to have that's all, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. All, all the tapes and stuff. Yeah, now it's just buttons. So recorded. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you'd be... Crazy drives are cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly yeah. That's just it. Yeah, it's... You know, back when my dad was playing music, if you had a four track, that's the best you could possibly hope to have just yeah. on your own mm -hmm. shoestring. And four tracks are a huge pain in the ass to record on, too. It was like, it was yeah, like, no, you'd be lucky to get anything that sounded half decent, yeah. let alone, you know, pull it up a year later. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
So with with two people doing vocals, I mean, are, well, first of all, how is the songwriting divided? Is it a group effort, or are there certain people who bring in certain songs that are kind of their songs? Well, on the first record, it's uh, mainly Colton and I, and like obviously everybody still puts in their own two cents, right? Sure. Like we don't tell them what to play or anything, but uh, so so like we. Like everybody's well, like they bring ideas to the table and then we work them out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that that was the case for the first record. Anyhow, for the next stuff coming up, like there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of times where it's just born out of a jam. Okay. Yeah, and that's yeah. collectively written. Collectively yeah. written. Are there distinct? I mean. It, Obviously, this would be more for you guys listening back to your stuff, but mm-hmm. are there kind of distinct ways you can tell? Okay, this is this is one guy's song, this is another guy's song. That maybe Col- like, does that come through on the record too, or is Colton's it- general generally dreamier. <laughs> so yeah. dreamy. Well, no, I think it's pretty true. Like and a lot of the a lot a of the really, I think I can tell my guitar playing. Yeah. You know, if, if if I wrote a riff, I think I can. Or versus one that Brett wrote or that I played yeah. to him, I can sometimes tell. But okay. It's it's kind of funny in a way actually. I feel like a lot of Brett and I's like our songwriting has a lot of because maybe we have a lot of influences, but there's a lot of overlap there where you know he'll write something where I, I'm thinking like, fuck, like that sounds like something I would might have might have right written, yeah something right. like that yeah and, and vice it, versa yeah. yeah so it it makes it uh, it also makes it easy for us to I think Pick to up. to adapt and to play to each other's and, material and also I think as we've and we've played together for a year now, and I think as we've played together, we've kind of adapted to each other's styles a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, we groove to Eric kind of now, like, our, our pulse is caught on to his, and mm-hmm. I've learned how to play a little bit, like Colton and he and me. Yeah, he's the heart, I'm the blood, yeah. the flesh. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> are there, uh, I mean, are there, is the guitar duties kind of divided up? into different aspects of it or is it just you both playing and, and it's whatever? like when you watch Spinal Tap and they credit <laughs> <laughs> them both as lead guitar right 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 right. yeah it's based, although I don't you know this. Yeah, I think we, we're in Spinal Tap Eric you're gonna be dead out. soon yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry I've got, I've got like fire retardant pants it's fine <laughs> I think we switch between like there'll be songs where I guess you're kind of on like lead duties and I'm on rhythm and then, then that switches too so yeah. we never when we, when we started playing together we never had like a conversation where it was like oh you know, you're playing lead vocals and you're right. playing lead guitar well, right. and you're playing rhythm it's just sort of like well just serve the song and just do it. Actually, you know what? The the two tracks we uh, performed for this actually are a pretty good example. Yeah. Millennials, very heavy song. You're lead pretty well through the whole thing. He's lead vocal. And yeah. then the other song, Knuckle Dragger. You're lead list. vocal doing rhythm duties and he's and actually ambient. Ambient, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I find that that's often the case is that there'll be one, one of us will be playing rhythm and the other is ambient lead. <laughs> is that just kind of more adding texture though to it or, or is it so, sometimes yes and other times it's a little more melodic and like i'd say i'd say millennials has a real real hook to it with yeah. the yeah with, with the lead, lead guitar yeah whereas knuckle dragon is just almost straight yeah, on yeah. the whole thing and then you got a little crazy guitar part but yeah, it's always fun though the it's, pedal solo is my favorite and that's <laughs> yeah you don't you, you stop touching the guitar <laughs> you're, just, you're just basically working this cantankerous contraption you've built. It's like watching a mad scientist. I absolutely love it when we're doing it live. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Get, you see the people in the front row, they're like, what the hell is Where did he go? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. something it's a pedal solo. You've never seen this before? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Ma, no hands. <laughs> yeah. So considering you've only been around for just over a year, I mean, uh, how... Well, first of all, when did the album get recorded? The EP, when did it first get recorded? I think we started late November, early December of 2016. And then, finish the January. then yeah, end of January. We took a little break for Christmas yeah. from recording, and then yeah, we, we finished end of January, and then we had to mix it, master it, which we finished the yeah. week before the release, and then yeah, okay. printed the CDs week of. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we got it. Guys. How much have things progressed since then? I mean, and obviously, you know, since this just came out, you've probably been playing these songs a lot. Mm-hmm. But is your newer stuff? Is it kind of very different? Just because you're a fairly new band, usually things kind of you know, progress and grow fairly quickly. Yeah. One thing, one thing that has sort of, we've, we've been moving in this direction is I, I picked up a, a baritone guitar. Okay. Uh, once we'd already started working on uh, the first EP. So the first EP is, uh, is, there's no baritone guitar in it, but recently we've been writing a lot of songs with it. Cool. So really building this darker, um, sometimes doomier, uh, you know, 
gloomier, more. It's, it's it's kind of a different direction. I don't know. I, I, it's it's uh, yeah. just a little bit darker. I it guess. can still be heavy. Yeah. It can still be fast, but it it's got a different. Yeah. It's it's more sonic separation because you know, you basically you've got instead of two guitars and bass, you've got two different register of guitar. Sure. And yeah, bass yeah, yeah. And yeah. drums. And we're still we're still doing. I mean, it's not not every song, but it just adds that extra extra something. So we've been using it more live and uh, and and trying out one of the one of the yeah. songs we played today. And I've, uh, yeah, I've also picked up a small electronic uh, sample kit. Oh, right, and, on. right on. Yeah, and that's like that made its debut live, I believe, at the EP show. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and that's that's working its way into just again more textures, more. It's funny more, how, like new more gear, items. new gear just sort of pushes you in a different. Direction. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd say it, it it helps with inspiration. It isn't the inspiration, but it certainly. Oh, it is for me for sure. Yeah, <laughs> new new pedals is like let's 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 go to town. Let's yeah. mess. Yeah. Let's make messed up noises. Yeah. Do you, I guess maybe a short, but quicker way of asking that like, same question is like the new stuff you're working on now that's not related to the the EP. Is it? I mean, is it drastically different when you listen to the EP? Do you think, oh, that's the old stuff, or is it still kind of in the same vein and relatively? Similar I'd say. Oh, yeah. I'd say the same vein. they still work. I mean, I think as long as it still works in the same set, I'd say it's in the same vein. Like we definitely haven't tried to depart entirely from that sound. Well, I mean, today we played a, a newer song, and we played one from the EP, and yeah. I, I mean... You tell us. I think those two songs, actually, there was definitely a difference between them, and it's kind of what we were talking about before. Yeah. The one is more kind of, uh, uh, whatever the word was, dreamy. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the other one was more, more it was heavier. And, and actually, to, that's, that could be uh, fair. I'd say the new stuff is a little bit more atmospheric in ways, some of it. A lot more texture. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. fair. And that's just probably a result, I guess, yeah. of adding more more, more, more gear. I would imagine more yeah. gear. Yeah, well, there's always more pedals. Yeah. There's always right. pedals. There's yeah. a lot of pedals on the EP. Yeah, yeah. Um, but new pedals, different pedals. New pedals, right? Yeah, yeah. new sounds. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. New tones. It's <laughs> getting tones again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I think I think in a way we're always trying to find something new, but we're never. I I don't think we'll ever try and be entirely different from the first EP. I mean, that's. Well, I don't know. The other day we talked about uh, recording a whole album on a Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was I was actually I was going to ask you about that. There's this amazing Hammond organ sitting in the background here. And, like, I mean, you guys have a fair, uh, very full sound already, just with it, as a four-piece. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on, and that goes back to, you know, the pedals, the textures, things like that. Yeah. But have you considered adding more instruments to that, whether it's live or on recordings or anything? On recordings, yeah. Yeah, I've there was, like, two practices where I grabbed it, because I also play guitar and keyboards as well okay. and there was a practice where I had a keyboard set up beside my kit yeah. I ended up I ended up kiboshing because I didn't want to be too distracted from the kit but I mean it could definitely they could definitely make an appearance whether they're live or on the record yeah. I think whatever we're in the cat what's in our capacity really yeah live I think one of the biggest challenges is we have so much gear on stage yeah uh, we're, we're already pretty limited as far as space goes <laughs> although on the on the album I would think I mean there's always yeah, even one of the songs we played today. We talked about trumpet ending up on there at some point. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. And the Hammond probably will. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's gonna kill your entire stage space. The Hammond. Yeah. Oh, we're not. We're not. <laughs> the, Hammond, <laughs> the Hammond is just a nice thing to have. It's yeah. not coming with us. Yeah, we just got that like a week ago. The van would bottom out. <laughs> yeah, those things are huge. Yeah. It weighs like a pool table. But it sounds great. Tell yeah. you, of course. Yeah. How old is that? It's been here two days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, what is it? We've been long. Mid eighties. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, I know it's wicked. I love those things. Free. Free. Yeah. yeah. Even better. Yeah. The person even paid for shipping. Holy shit. They really didn't want. They really. Didn't want it. <laughs> and we love it. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you can put effects on that, and you got the pedals. That would be. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's like it's almost a shame that people don't even love those things. Like they just like. These these machines must be so man. You'll love it you know, too. Yeah, that's the thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's got speakers in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave gave it a good home. Yeah, it doesn't need to cry. But you often see that people giving away pianos and, and the organs and stuff because it's just yeah, it's massive piece oh, of furniture. Oh, I, I had a Hammond I got for free in, in Brandon a few years back. Unfortunately, I I too had to give it away yeah. to, to the dump.
So you guys are all from out of the side of the city, right? Is that yeah? Is that, uh, yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of funny how we've all met up inside Winnipeg when none of us were from or were from. Yeah. yeah. So what? Yeah. We're we're from Brandon and where else? Morris. Yeah, Morris. Yeah. Oh, Morris. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What yeah, kind of uh, kind of scene they got, Morris? Oh, God. <laughs> actually, like a hardcore scene. Actually, <laughs> it was pretty nuts. Oh, wow. yeah, when I was in high school, <laughs> and I think that's part of why it's so I love nice. it so yeah. much. But when I was in high school, there was like a, a really good like school scene where all the all the different schools around my uh, town kind of had their own bands, like three bands at each school that's or awesome. so, and then they'd all yeah, get together sure. at different drop-ins or different venues. There's this thing in the country, I can't remember what it was called now, but they used to have like a barn party Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. with like... All of the bands and yeah. it was it was Corosia man. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to the people that missed that. Yeah. yeah, dude, you actually went so hard on one of those shows one time, you ended up like paralyzing half your face for like a week, eh? No, that no, that was a corn concert. Oh, that was corn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> corn. Yeah, headbanged yeah, a little yeah, too hard got on that Bell's one. Bell's palsy and paralyzed my face for from like, a corn show. Uh, <laughs> how am I just hearing? This? <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of incredible. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It was not seen like he came into oh, my room that that morning, and he like he was looking. He's like just face. <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah. his like mu- his mouth was straight drooping. His eye was like not moving. He was like Tom yeah. York. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, well, I was full on pictures of that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and then for Colton and I, I think the branded scene definitely goes through ups and downs. But I think Can we I, both. Yeah, just just I just want to just about Brandon. I have. Uh, I've played some shows in Brandon, and I've been to some shows in Brandon, and my understanding of Brandon, this is, you know, maybe 15 years ago, is that they, people only want to hear metal. That was what I got. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah. that, at that point, every kid who was at any show was at was just, like, obsessed with metal. There, there was punk. From, from, yeah. I know when I, when I left, if you could call it a scene at the time, uh, but, like, when I was in high school, there was, there was metal bands... I'd say about that was half. I'd say half the live shows that were going on in town were, were metal shows. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if there was huge turnouts, but like those were the shows. There was always the community center shows, the small the small gigs like mm-hmm. North Northland and some stuff like that. It was yeah. always always metal shows. Um, there, you know, the the bigger venues like uh, you know like Houston's or, yeah, or the 40, forty that would always be classic rock or, or your kind yeah. of top forty DJs and stuff. Right. Uh, but then the you know the the more interesting stuff I thought was that you had this. This university with all this music students there. For sure, and yeah. the radio station there and stuff too. And yeah, yeah, so you'd have like these cool like little jazz bands or or you know these kids who made these rock bands playing mm-hmm. and you know at, at these other smaller pubs and stuff like that. And that was kind of what I thought that made this scene. Yeah, that's that's who I tried to get in with when I was in the Brandon scene. I actually I'm wearing the shirt right now. I was in a metal band at the time. Kind of begrudgingly. Well, not begrudgingly. <laughs> I had a lot of fun, but my, it wasn't. This was this is much closer to my heart than the metal was. But uh, you know, when I was in the brand scene, that's uh, like Middle Coast, who's currently okay. in Winnipeg now. Yep, they yep. were at that point known as Until Red. They were the biggest band in town, and that kind of set the tone. There was a lot of folk at that time. There was uh, a little bit of country. Of course, the metal was still there. Uh, quite a bit of punk as well. Yep. Punk made a little resurgence for a while, and uh, yeah, it was sort of the same. Like. You could go to the 40 and watch the standard top 40 rock bands or, you know, places like the Double Decker Park Community Center. Yeah, the Community we, Center was good. good yeah, shows, you yeah. Can, you can, yeah, you'd, you'd see some interesting bands. I know uh, one of the big bands from Winnipeg that came out actually was uh, Pop Crimes. Yeah, yeah, they're great, yeah. Pop yeah, great yeah they came, I saw them at the at the Park CC. Cool. It's funny, was, it's funny you mentioned they went from Brand to Winnipeg, I feel like. Basically, all the band, the bands from Brandon kind of did that. You know, we've been right, yeah, right. just talking uh, today about uh, Suds, which apparently closed. And Suds closed uh, there yesterday, and, I think. And uh, it was like it's, it's sort of like now you're hearing bands like, oh, there's there's no, no venues in Brandon. It's like, well, there's it seems like there's hardly a scene there anymore. Right. At the moment, there's not really a scene because all, all the bands left. All uh, they all left around the same time because I moved away. Middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 well, hey, I was in three bands at one point. That was the whole. That was Brandon. That was yeah, the whole yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. There was only like. In the whole city. Do you I think though that might just be because you guys are now out of it? Because I, I feel like I mean, oh, it's easy to think. Oh yeah, Winnipeg has everything going on, but there's yeah. thousands of bands starting up every. It seems like right, and it's just stuff yeah. that I'm uh, too out of the loop to know about. That's so just that, what, like uh, the other day we were we were looking for bands to play, and that was yeah. just it. We we were really looking. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was looking for bands to to play with in brands. We really like, wanted to play homecoming, and it came oh, yeah. down to being like, well, if we want bands that that kind of resemble anything we're playing, there's like. 
It's like there's like three. There's, there's, like, there's like three, two or three bad. And the one was from Verdon. Yeah. Yeah. There's like two bad. I, heard, man, I lived in Verdon for a year and a half. Yeah. I worked at the paper there, oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to Brandon as much as possible. Brandon was like, very, <laughs> yeah. very exciting. Yes. Anytime I didn't have to spend in Verdon, yeah, just exactly. Yeah, yeah. The word culture and Verdon don't come up in no, the same sentence no, except no. for that one. Yeah. Um, it was a nice, nice town, but uh, yeah. I, yeah. No. Yeah. It's uh, and and that's just the thing is yeah you're probably right in that there is some stuff like that. Because you know that's just it. I was in high school at the time, so I'm sure there's high school bands. Yeah, there's stuff we're not seeing. That's under your radar right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, but in terms of trying to book a show from the outside in, it doesn't look like much. I mean, well, even yeah. reaching out to like you know people that I used to book shows with out there. Yeah. Uh, like some of the venue owners, stuff, asking what they're looking for, what they've been playing, and it's it's a lot of like indie folk, like a lot of acoustic guitar. Which like is fine. Yes. It seems like the like you said the, the rock bands, metal bands. They're not, at least from where I can see, they're they're not doing as many shows as out there. I mean, I people aren't going to them or what. It's all, I'll put it this yeah. way. My dad used to book punk shows in the 90s. He got no effects and strung out. And yeah, Brandon had crazy punk shows. Yeah, my dad yeah, booked yeah. a lot of those shows uh, with Lagwagon and strung out and no effects and all them. And uh, he's playing in a country band now. Like, that's just it. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, he still he still does the punk thing now and again. There's a, actually, there's like a reunion show. Swell is going to play again for the first time in like 10 years, but... Other than that, you know, it's 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 a little mellow right now, but yeah. like I said, I think it'll come around again. Yeah, it's kind of cyclical, right? It's just yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. My one story from Brandon is um, I was, we played a show. This must have been two thousand five or something, and uh, we had a ro- a robot costume. Um, it was. Basically, whoever wanted to be the robot of our friends who was there would put this cardboard piece of shit on, covered in tinfoil, whatever, and they would just dance throughout the entire show. And uh, the guy who was going to do it was another band on the bill, but their van broke down, so he had to fix the van during our set. So we had to basically ask for a volunteer to wear the robot suit. And there was some like 15-year-old girl who put it volunteer to put it on. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. Here, take the thing. She was hammered. And... Uh, she within like two chords of the song, she wanders in the crowd, and all these teenagers just destroyed it. The suit was like in pieces. A bunch of like savage metal kids and brothers. <laughs> oh, uh, they almost had to stop being gigs at the North Hill End because Trousermouth did a show. Oh, they, they migrated from Winnipeg to play a show in Brandon, and uh, they brought a giant, like almost half the size of this couch. They brought a plush dog. And tossed it into the audience during one of their songs. Oh and it was like the kind of plush that has all those little beads. Oh no! Oh, yeah. I think they were. Just pe- I think it. I saw one of those like two years later on the stage. <laughs> it, it 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 almost got that that owner of that venue almost stopped taking gigs after that. It was it was a mess. Bunch of savages. I love it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else are you gonna do with yeah, the dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're gonna destroy it. Yeah, it's it's Brandon Manitoba. You gotta go hard at the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want the band to come back, you better show When's them. When's the next plush dog that's going right. to be yeah. Just waiting for it. Well, I mean, it. Winnipeg's bad enough for getting bands to come through just because of its location, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brandon's even worse because yeah. it's smaller and it's equally in the middle of nowhere. It's the place, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the place in the boondocks of the middle of yeah. 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 yeah, right, right. I mean, even though it's a major city for Manitoba. Major yeah. city. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And in Morris, I guess you guys got probably nothing except for what the Stampede and the Stampede. Yeah. Stampede's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I don't see that. But I imagine it's probably a lot of country and stuff out there just based oh, because yeah. of that whole vibe, right? The whole yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Our dad played in country bands. So that, was, <laughs> yeah. that was his thing. Yeah. Brett's uh, bluegrass roots. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it comes through. Yeah. 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 That breakdown in coma gets a little. That's pretty country. A little grassy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All it takes is me throwing a two-step, and we probably could go pretty, yeah, put pretty few, southern. Put a couple of weeds on that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so have you, uh, you were saying Brandon, like, haven't been back to Brandon yet to play a show as with this band? That's or? not with this band yet. We, well, that's we've, what been, we've been working on. We've been yeah. trying. We were. Well, you we said it's still new. To we, were, <laughs> we were about to hit up Suds to book a show, and then the next day I saw a post on Facebook saying that that week was <laughs> their last week. That was so so, so uh, yeah. It's like, like, I can understand because apparently the statistic was they hadn't posted a profit in over five years. So. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah. <laughs> Usually that yeah. kills for you. And I remember, I remember a few years ago someone lost a whole lot of money for a student union. Uh, student union. So that makes sense. Yeah, the nice thing about Brandon is it's the kind of town where like. I look back and like I, I've played in a library there. I've played in parking yes. lots. You know, like the, you know, they, they make shows happen. You play yeah, house sure. parties or yeah. something. So I'm not skate s- sooner, Yeah, sooner or later, we'll you know, our community centers. We're, we'll figure it out. We'll get a show. Yeah, we're, we're not. We're not. We don't see playing like sometime in the bathroom. summer, maybe. Yeah. 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 Well, that kind of shit is awesome, though. Playing, I mean, not people's bathrooms exactly, yeah. but I mean, house shows are great, especially with something. I mean, just listening to you guys play in this room, it's, it's a living room, and it's like it sounds great. So obviously, you guys are well suited for the house party thing. I mean, you could. Well, it's a one-man house party today. <laughs> <laughs> All for just you. for you. Yeah. The candles and everything. It's one of the perks. One of the perks of doing this is like, yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of exclusive live performances, right? Yeah. Cool. yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Especially someone who rarely goes to shows. It's like, what do we get a show? Yeah. Yeah. Gotta book another show this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, are you, uh, I mean, are you planning on touring or anything like that? Is that kind of the cards for the got a van. That's <laughs> <laughs> first step, right? Yeah, that's, that's actually, it seems like we got the hard part out of the way first. Normally, normally you get these dates and you're like, oh my god, how, how are we going to move yeah, everything? Yeah. And now we got a van, so now, yeah, we're hoping later in the summer we're going to yeah, late summer, come take, sure. take off out west cool. a bit and... For some micro-touring. Yeah. Have you done it? Have any of you toured before with any... Yeah, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> I did, well, I did one gig in Saskatchewan once when I lived in Brandon because... Uh, actually, one show tour. Yeah, <laughs> well that was basically I because I was in a band, I was in a band with grade nine kids. And their, <laughs> and their bass player moved to, to Esteban. That's right and, there. The West and, his, and basically, this kid moved to Esteban and said, "Oh, I'm a bass. I was. A, I'm a bass player. I played in this band. You didn't play in a band. Where did so you play in Esteban? At the elementary school where this kid went. Nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> elementary school. Why did you go to an elementary well, school? Sorry, sorry. It was, nine. It was middle. It was like a elementary middle school. school. Oh. He was a year younger than the other guys, so he was in grade eight. Us bass players selling this experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, it was it was crazy because uh, the drummer's grandpa had. Uh, a whole light show, and we brought two drum kits for some goddamn reason. Nice. So we like rolled up into this like middle school and just <laughs> <laughs> we rolled up into this middle school and just played Metallica covers as loud as we could. Uh, was it good? It, actually, it was good. <laughs> I mean, all four people loved it. You played Metallica covers. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Skid Row and Alice in Chains. And okay, there we go. Again, again, more a lot more '90s stuff. But yeah, no, it was. It was an interesting show. That was the closest thing I ever did to a tour. Because there was a van. Man, my experience with this van was like, there was a liquor store. They had a Burger King. A Walmart. They had a liquor store. <laughs> That's Esteban. That was Esteban, yeah. And, no, yeah, and yeah. then we went to like one of the like three schools and played a show. Nice. It was a Dairy was, Queen, not a Burger King. Yeah, no. I, I ate the... One of the Flame Queen. Grill ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the true ones? Yeah. <laughs> something to be, Those something, are something to be noteworthy worthy of, you know. Yeah. That still counts as playing on Promise, though. It's still showing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was a micro tour. or a spring break. <laughs> 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 we took the school bus and everything with that on your resume. Yeah. yeah. But you could have skipped all the stuff with the middle school. No one would know, right? Yeah, yeah. I played a show. Like, well, no, because it's funny. show in Estimate. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. They actually gave <laughs> us a green room. It turned out to just be the band room, so I was just like... green room? It's pretty good for like a bunch of kids that getting green room. Yeah, warmed up on the timpanis. It was great. Ignore all the dodgeballs and the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was the gym. Those little square things. Those little square things. Those are awesome, yeah. 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 Cool. Okay, <laughs> we'll probably wrap this up pretty soon. But okay, the, the EP's out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have uh, anything coming up in the relatively near future? I'm not sure when this will actually be released, but like the next few months. Do you have anything uh, you want to plug? We got material, we just need to record it. Uh, <laughs> is that right. happening soon though? Are you going to be recording new stuff? Uh, we, might, we might be looking at doing some live stuff this summer. That'd okay. Be cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, talking about doing like radio shows and stuff like that. Cool, so cool. Yeah. More, more live material surfacing. Um, in terms of gigs, we got stuff coming up though, because uh, this coming weekend, we're although this may air. Right, yeah, this is after. Don't worry about that. Yeah, it's we, gonna be. We played, on, we played on the twentieth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silence Kit. Yeah. I'm sure it was great. Well, Silence Kit actually, yeah. I interviewed them a few weeks ago. That's coming yeah. out. Uh, the 21st. <laughs> yeah, the timing doesn't make any sense. I'm going to be hearing this later, so I don't even want to talk. I love talking yeah. about time, though. Can <laughs> It'll be out by the time you hear yeah. this, you would have heard the Silence Kid. We're in the past good. right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're playing uh, with Attilan in May. I don't know if maybe this will be out by then. Sometime in May, probably. Yeah, yeah I think it's like, If you like Prague, well, come see Attilan next week. Attilan's great. And then, is there another one? I'm sure. No, no, there's yeah, there's there's shows. Shout out to future shows that aren't booked yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see us sometime. Okay, well, yeah. people who want to see future shows and in the future when they're hearing this, past. In the, or in the past, yeah, you've past shows, yeah. Yeah, past show. How do they find out more about you? What's the, if someone's hearing you for the first time on this podcast, go to testtheband.com. Okay, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, go go find us. Anywhere, if we're not Bandcamp, somewhere, yeah. go put us yeah. there. If you want our record, <laughs> if, we're not somewhere, if you want our Pirate record, Bay. yeah. If you can't, if you want our record, can't make it to a show. It's up on Bandcamp for digital download. Is it in any local stores as well? Can you uh, into the music yeah. right now? Yeah. Into the music. Is there any left? Or no, music, music trader. Music yeah, music trader. Music trader. Cool. Yeah. And then I guess going to shows obviously is the best way yeah. to. Yeah. 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 We sell them at shows too. Yeah. Cool. All right. Awesome. Well, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. Click on podcasts. Uh, Hopefully by the time you hear this, it'll be a new website, so you won't have to click on the podcast, it'll just all be right in front of you. <laughs> but uh, there's 220-some episodes, they're all there for free download streaming. Um, you can go back to 2012 in the archives and 
find all these ridiculous interviews. Um, we're also on UMFM on Sunday nights at midnight, and those are older episodes that kind of get a second second life on the air. I mean, it's now what middle April recording this, and uh, this might not air till uh, you know July or something. So um, it's cool because it. it kind of gives an extra boost to the band that was being talked about. And often, I'm interviewing someone who has a, an album coming out, or an album just came out, and by the time someone hears that a few months down the road, they can just go get it. Like, they don't have to wait for a release show or anything. So that's kind of cool. Uh, we're on all the social media thing, type in which police, you're probably going to find this uh, <laughs> for the most part. And uh, we also asked want to plug, we have a Patreon page. Uh, the show is always free, always will be free. Um, but if people want to basically throw a tip in the hat to help us get better equipment, help, I'm saying us, it's mostly me, but there are people who help so much. <laughs> and, uh, not the royal we, I'm not afraid the royal we. But patreon.com slash witchpolice, and you can pledge money you know, per month or whatever if you want to give us a buck a month. That goes towards improving equipment, improving website, all the stuff that actually costs money for the free show. So, you know, people don't want to do that show, still free always. So, I feel weird. It's like I'm begging. But it's, oh, like, yeah. well, it's, kind of, it's a passive thing, right? It's there. So, if people want to help no, out. That's, that's yeah. what I like about Patreon. It is awkward to talk about having a Patreon. It's weird, but yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a good system because it's it. just. Yeah, thanks. No, you're offering you're offering something great for free here. Yeah. You know? Cool, thanks. Nothing wrong with that. Alright, well yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. Uh, and people should check yeah. out the album, they should check out the uh, the website for future and past dates. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Check you guys out. Future in, uh, yeah. Future past dates. And yeah, go check out our show uh, on the radio and on the internet. And yeah, thanks again. No no problem, thank you. Thanks,